This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 251. Hey friends, welcome to the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast. Today I'm super excited to talk to you about resilience. I was asked by the MVMA to write an article for their newsletter. I do that about once a quarter and they asked me to talk about resilience and I looked back at the podcast episodes and I have talked about it a couple of times. But because I was writing this article for them, I thought that it would be a great thing to share with you. And it also helps me get some of the work uh, kind of uh, portioned out so I don't have to do twice as much work um, every week. So I'm going to go through um, what I wrote for the MVMA article with you. Not word for word, obviously, but we're going to talk about resilience. I think it's something that we really need to focus on because, you know, bouncing back from adversity and having the tools to do so is what it's all about when life is 50-50 and bad things are happening. So it's a really good thing to talk about. So I hope you enjoy that. But before we talk about resilience, I just want to remind you that my new book is out. I'm so excited and proud of myself for getting this book out. So if you're sick of hearing about it, I'm sorry. But if you didn't know, please go check it out on Amazon. It's called Love Your Veterinary Life. And it's all about my stories from vet school and working as a vet and also um, how to gain back that love for this profession that we started out loving. We wouldn't have done it had we not thought it was going to be super fun, right? So we do need to get back to that. We need to take all the tools that life has taught me and life coaching has taught me and I'm teaching you to get back to where we're having a great time and we're really loving what we do while setting boundaries and having a great home life as well. So that's what my book is about. It does have some exercises in there to help you get back to where you want to be. So go check it out. Love Your Veterinary Life on Amazon or if you go to my website, juliecapel.com or theveterinarylifecoach.com, you will find a, a little button to click on there. It'll take you right to Amazon to find my book. So if you can't find it, um, go to my website and you can check it out. The other thing I'd like you to know is that I do still um, put out my Wednesday weekly words every week. On Wednesday morning, it comes in your inbox um, to your email. So if you are interested in that and you want to read a few words from me every week and hopefully words that will encourage you, you can sign up um, on my website for that as well. So um, go check that out. And if you have any suggestions for the podcast, if you have anyone you'd like to hear as a guest, if you have any criticism or constructive criticism, which I prefer, um, send it to my email, jacapeldvm at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you and talk to you. Okay, so let's get into this podcast about becoming more resilient. Do you feel sometimes, and I've felt this way lately, that anything that could go wrong is going wrong. And in my life, I'm, I'm very fortunate. I really haven't had any big tragedies, but I have been lately dealing with my dog Trent being sick, and it's been a little bit stressful because he's an older dog, and I love him dearly, and um, he had some challenges with a mucosal. So in my life, I was a little bit stressed out about that. 
My father-in-law, who was a brilliant surgeon, a human surgeon, he used to always just say, that's life. That's life. That is life. And it really is, right? Every time you think things are starting to go well, something's going to happen. And it may not be major. The thing that's happening with Trent is going quite well. He had surgery. He's recovered great. He's already begging to play and go back to his normal appetite. So I'm thrilled about that. But there's things, right, that cause stress. And even when you're at work, there's lots of things that cause stress. Mean clients, overbooked schedules, people that call in sick, all those things, right? So our daily life is full of challenges. It's also could be full of trauma, stress, all that stuff. It happens, life happens, and then we have many, many negative thoughts and feelings about all the happenings, right? For us in the veterinary world, those feelings are magnified because our workplace is designed to help other people deal with their life challenges. So in order to solve clients' problems and their pets' problems, we're taking on more trauma, more stress, more challenges. Our job is by definition a stressor in and of itself. So that is our veterinary life. We know it's hard, and we knew that we would have challenges, and we want to appreciate the happy things when they happen. So by design, for some reason, um, life is supposed to be hard. It is supposed to stink at times. You are supposed to have challenging circumstances. Things are not always going to go well, and we need that in order to appreciate the good stuff when it comes, right? So in order to handle both our life and our work challenges, we have to develop this ability to be more resilient. And being resilient doesn't mean that you won't have difficulty, right? You have to have the difficulty in order to build your resilience. So there's going to be emotional trauma, there's going to be stress, and in order to build resilience, we have to feel some pain. But if we can develop coping strategies and we can learn things that increase our resiliency, we'll empower ourselves to grow and also be able to continuously improve our lives. So the American Psychological Society says that resilience is the process and outcome of successfully adapting to difficult or challenging life experiences, especially through mental, emotional, and behavioral flexibility and adjustment to external and internal demands. So that's kind of a fancy way to say that resilience is building your flexibility, building the ability to think differently about negative circumstances, sometimes to even embrace them as a challenge more so than a stress, right? This is something that you can practice. You can practice resilience while going through the demands in your life. When I was faced with my little guy, Trent, who you see him in my pictures, my little Sheltie, he's 11 years old now. He was having all these problems with coughing and sneezing and snorting and all these things. And I was struggling to figure it out. And I was calling all my friends and trying to get, you know, phone a friend to get help. And it eventually ended up that he had a gallbladder mucosal which was either causing some gastric reflux or was in addition to some gastric reflux that he had. 
but it took a lot of time because I went through blood testing and radiographs and ultrasound finally is what found the mucosal. And then we had a CT scan of sinuses and then he had to have surgery. So it was a lot of jumping through hoops, talking to specialists, phoning my friends, trying to figure out this 11-year-old dog problem, right? But when I see him now, which it's been oh about a week and a half since he had his surgery, he's bouncing back. He's resilient. He's not snorting anymore. He still coughs a little bit at times, but he's eating like his own little self used to eat. And he's even begging me to play his favorite game, chasing him around the living room with his toys. He's really bounced back. And he is a great example of how you can be resilient. You know, the dogs don't have the thoughts that we have and they don't feel sorry for themselves like we do. And so they have a little bit of an advantage from that standpoint. But when I was trying to diagnose him, I was feeling very challenged. And so I have to be resilient to get over that. The American Psychological Society also explained in this article that I researched that a number of factors contribute to how well we, the people, adapt to adversities, predominant among them how individuals view and engage with the world, the ability and quality of social resources that they have, and specific coping strategies that you can develop. And so when challenges come, What can we do to build that capacity for resilience? And these are some of the things that they recommend. We start with connection. When we're faced with adversity, people always need people. And if you're an introvert, it sometimes is hard to reach out, right? And even if you're an extroverted veterinarian like me, it's really hard to call someone up and say, look, there's something wrong with my dog and I can't figure it out. I've tried X, Y, and Z, and I'm not sure where to go next, because that's what I had to do with Trent. I had to reach out to people. So when you're working through that, you need to reach out to people. I was texting back and forth to my friends, asking them you know, what I should do, who I should go to, what specialist I should see, who should do his ultrasound, those kind of things. And I needed those people to get me through it mentally and get me through the emotions Because my logical brain isn't working as well when it's my own dog. And if you've ever been through any circumstances with your own pets, you'll, you'll realize that. It's a little different when you're talking about your own. So when you're involved in a challenge, you have to stay close to others to help validate your feelings and keep you supported. Connections with people will support you emotionally, especially if they have empathy, and they'll help you bounce back from adversity it's always good to know that you're not alone. So if you struggle to find peace and balance or you're feeling very isolated, seek someone, seek a friend, professional help from a therapist, or get yourself a life coach. You need to reach out to people because it often takes an outside perspective to help us sort through all our thoughts, all our feelings, all our stressors, our stressors. Another thing that will help us whenever we are working to find meaning is to start to look into your purpose. What is your purpose in life? When you're facing adversity, it helps if you go back to finding your reason for doing the work that you do in the first place, or why are you doing the things that you're doing? Why did you get into vet med? What do you love about it? 
Working to rekindle your why will help you build your resiliency and begin to help you work towards springing back, which is basically what resilience is. It's bowing down to the adversity, but then springing back, having the capacity to get better, work your way out of it, setting some goals and getting help from others to help you be accountable to those goals will help you create some purpose. I'm always surprised how much better I feel about my life when I spend some time volunteering or helping someone else in need. That speaks to your purpose. So if you can volunteer, do it. If you can't volunteer, work to set some small achievable goals for yourself and take some actions. Action always feels better than spinning in inaction. And sometimes when you're spinning in inaction, that will increase your negative thoughts and pull you deeper into that negativity. The other thing that helps so much, and this is something I'm struggling with right now because the weather in Michigan isn't very nice, is focusing on your physical wellness. Taking care of yourself and your physical body is essential to resilience. It's also taking care of your mind. If your body isn't healthy, your mind cannot be healthy. And when you're unwell, you'll have a more difficult time with the emotional stressors. So working to improve your lifestyle by getting more sleep or proper sleep, getting well hydrated, cutting out a lot of the things like salts and sugars and things that aren't good for you, improve your nutrition, eat more regularly, eat better meals, um, get out in the fresh air and exercise, and get yourself into the sun. And in Michigan right now, that's a challenge. So that's why I'm kind of sour about um, my own fresh air right now because it's cold and rainy and ugly here. But if you can just do something, it will increase your capacity to learn and embrace that resilience. If you can, even better, take a retreat or a short vacation. Get out of your routine. Try not to shame yourself for not working. Working on your physical health will increase that resiliency. And when bad things happen, you'll be better prepared to handle them. Stay off social media. I've said this before. Don't drink alcohol or at least don't use alcohol to numb your feelings. Drugs obviously are totally out or other substances that cover up those feelings because it's tempting to ignore all these feelings and just stuff them down. But the challenge is getting them out And giving them the light of day will allow you to solve them. And if you continue to cover them up, you will have more problems because of the squashing them down, right? I've talked before that um, the life coach that trained me talks about the beach ball. If you have negative feelings, it's like a beach ball on the surface of the pool. And if you don't deal with it and you just try to keep pushing it down under the water, it gets stronger and and comes back and bites you in the long run. So try to work on getting some tools if you're feeling not resilient or very stressed out. The other thing that we talk about a lot on this podcast, and I want you to remember, is that you have to become more mindful. So just acknowledging the fact that you're under stress and that you're not feeling yourself, that will create more mindfulness. Creating a journal, um, doing more journaling, thought downloading, things like that will help you become more mindful. Yoga, meditation, 
spiritual practices, prayer, all those things can help you go back to restoring your optimism and your hope. And when you're more optimistic, that will help you deal with situations that require resilience. So when you journal, concentrate on the gratitude, concentrate on positive aspects of your life. If you can build a more positive outlook by being more mindful, that allows you to become more resilient. And even understanding the struggles, right? If you know why you're stressed out, it will be much easier to deal with it and address it. And then work on your perspective. How do you think that this will ultimately turn out? Is it something that's as tragic as your mind is making it? Sometimes we say your thoughts create your feelings, and it sounds very simplistic, but it is absolutely true. Notice when your thinking turns into catastrophe thinking, or I call it catastrophizing something, because I can think all day long that it's a catastrophe that my dog is sick, but he's 11. You know, it's not unheard of. It's not something that's a catastrophe. I can handle it. I have the tools. I have the ability. And so if my brain goes there, I have to reel it back in. And remind yourself that your brain is wired naturally to try to keep you safe. That's why it wants to go into that worry and anxiety. It's trying to get you to hide. And if you can remember that, you're much more likely to acknowledge those feelings of catastrophe and realize that they're not true. And then you can change what's going on in your brain. You may not be able to change the circumstances. You rarely can, but you do have the ability to think about it more rationally. And then those small things don't have to become large things. And the small things don't dictate your future, right? Whatever is happening today, even if it seems huge, if it's a board complaint, if it's a client that's angry or a pet that died, and even if it was your fault, it seems like it will affect the rest of your life. Believe me, it will not. It will be terrible in the short term. You'll feel awful, but you'll learn from it. You'll grow from it, and you'll be a better better veterinarian and a better person because you went through it and because you developed the resiliency that it brought to you, okay? So try to accept that challenges are part of your life, your home life and your veterinary life. And try to accept that changes will need to be made. Changes will happen. Things won't stay the same in your life. And it will always feel like a roller coaster. You'll feel pretty good one day and the next day you'll feel terrible because something bad happened. This is how life works. Half good, half bad. And the thing that you can do for yourself is understand that and then go along for the ride. Look for the lessons in the challenges. Look for how you can become more resilient. You have the power over the response that you give to anything, even when you can't change what happened, right? You rarely can go back in time and change something. You might wish you could, but you can't. So focus on building that resiliency And then your problems that you have today won't become problems in the future. You won't hang on to those. They won't hold you back from being the best person that you can be and the best veterinarian that you can be. So think about that 
if you're struggling with some sort of big catastrophe in your life and you're going through grief or there's something that you just can't get over, remember that there's people out there that want to help you. There's friends, there's family, there's professionals like therapists and coaches. There's so many people that do this work and there's so much material out there that will help you overcome the things that you're challenged with this week. And I'm talking from experience. I go through this just as much as anyone else. You have to know that you're not alone. Every person out there, every veterinarian, every human has this part of their human brain that makes it difficult, that shames them, that causes them additional stress when they feel like they're not handling things as well as they should. That should word should be struck from the vocabulary, right? There's no right way to do it except that you have to keep doing it. Keep pushing, keep trying, keep struggling. That's where the magic is. And you can love your veterinary life as much as I do. And I'm telling you, as many challenges as I have had over the years, I still love it. It's the best profession in the world. And I just want you all to know that I'm here to help. So let's go back through some of these steps again that I gave you to work on um, stress. And when you're feeling in the weeds, basically, is what this is all about. So start by connecting with someone, whether it's a friend or a counselor or anybody. Just make sure that you have connections in your life. It's so important. Then work on your purpose, your why. Why do you do what you do? Why are you, what is the meaning? You know, if you're struggling with your children, why did you have children? You know, why did you want them? What is your future for them look like? And how can you just release some of it and let the universe or God take care of it? Because sometimes there's things with our families that we can't fix and we just have to trust that it'll all work out in the end. The third one is focus on your physical wellness. Take care of your body physically. And then also that physical care will also help with your mental routine. And that comes down to practicing your mindfulness. Journal, yoga, figure out what's going on in your brain so you can pull it out of your brain and work on it. It sounds weird, but it helps so much. So if you don't have a journal, even just a bullet journal that you write down little thoughts and feelings, get one. It's so helpful. I've been doing this thing. um, So I'm going to go on a sidebar here. I've been doing this thing with my daughter for the last, um, I think we're on week eight or nine, um, called The Artist Way. And it's a book, but it basically is mindfulness and how you open up yourself to being more artistic in your life. And one of the practices is um, called morning pages. So every morning we have to write three pages of journaling, basically just thought downloading. And so just getting in the habit of doing that every day is going to help you so much. And being um, held to this by my daughter every day has been helping me do even more journaling. And I'm telling you, it really does help. It gets out a lot of those thoughts and feelings that you're struggling with. The other thing that you need to do is keep perspective. Remember that your thoughts create your feelings. And it's not that simple. I get it. But just notice. Notice your thoughts. Give them some perspective. 
Ask yourself if it's a fact or it's just a thought. That will help you so much. And then try to accept that life will bring you challenges and change. That's part of life. And sometimes just that acceptance allows you to become more resilient. So I have a quote for you, like I usually do. This one I might have given you before, but I'm going to give it again. It's from Steve Mirabili. It's from Life, the Truth, and Being Free, his book. It says, life doesn't get easier or more forgiving. We get stronger and more resilient. And just because I'm feeling sassy today, I am going to read one of my favorite Rocky Balboa quotes from the movie. Because I know if you listen to me, you know I love uh, Sly Stallone and Rocky. And this one's in my book, so I'm going to read it to you. But if you have my book or you're going to get my book, you'll read it again. It says, let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody ain't going to hit as hard as life, but it ain't how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, then go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hit and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you are because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. It's a little hard for me to read because I don't have Rocky's accent, but um, I should have played you the movie clip. It probably would have gone better. But anyway, you get my point. You can do it. You can get up and keep moving. As hard as life is hitting you right now, you have the power to be resilient. So do some work this week. Let me know what you're doing. Send me an email and let me know how things are going for you. And if you want to get coached, go to my website. I've got a place there that you can sign up for coaching. So have a beautiful week, everyone. I wish you all success. And I hope life is easy on you this week. And I'll talk to you again next week. Have a beautiful week, guys. Bye.